0: Hello listeners, welcome to Sound and Silence, a podcast giving voice to sound and the somewhat silence in between. As always, I'm your host, Sean Penalber, and today we are here with... Jacob Kaye. Jacob Kaye. Jacob, let's get things started. What is your experience
1: with sound? With sound, my first concert was the Bengals. I believe it was in 87 or 88. I was on my dad's shoulders... And Beltway 8 just connected, and it was like the cutting of the ribbon. (laughs) That's insane. Like the mayor of Houston was there, and it was the Bengals played a free concert. Oh, legit. On the freeway. What? On the freeway. Because I guess it wasn't open yet, so like. No, it was not open. It was the day. Once that stage was cleared. Roads were open. That's legit. It was so cool. Why why don't they do stuff like that anymore? Uh, they do. It's just Houston sucks. Uh, yeah. Um, and it was so neat because that was my first concert ever, and it was seeing five women on stage. You know, seeing Susanna Hoff, uh, Hoff or Hoffman, Hoff, I'm not sure. Seeing her on stage, just singing these songs, and of course, when you're in elementary you know walk like an egyptian. Yeah. But also uh shades of winter and manic monday and I was just like this is really cool. And then my second concert was the go-go's. Oh wow. Also more also women. women. Yeah. Yeah, and you know women are the ones who introduced me to music, sound. That's really. impactful to see like so many women on stage as yeah. a young person. And all those books over there, all like all female uh, poets. You know, even look at the, the wall. I'm at my house right now. Uh, that's Bikini Kill, and you know that's Alison Wolf looking at Kathleen Hanna with such a great smile, and she's just <laughs> so excited. We're you know we're just all fans of Riot Girl music, and just like just women in rock and roll. And it's just it's nice because a lot of people always ask. Why are you so attracted to female artists opposed to men singers? You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's just kind of what I've always grown up with. It's yeah. just what I knew. It's just women were the ones who introduced me to rock and roll and music and sound. So uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm not going to reinvent sliced bread whenever my slice had already been cut. It's just <laughs> the way I want it. Well, that leads us to the next question What is your experience with music? Music? I mean, I skipped a week of high school to uh, go to Canada uh, as my graduation present to go see a band called DBS, and uh, it was their last show ever. They were breaking up. It was in two thousand. It was my senior year, and DBS just met the world to me, um, because even though the singer, you know, is, you know, I'd show them to people, they, he, not the greatest singer but it wasn't the that's the, not what it's about it's not the notes it was the energy it was the feeling yeah. and it was just the poetic words that he sang and just everything about it was so diy so punk rock and just the ethics that i was ingrained in and i love this band and so yeah i just live seeing a live concert has always been a big thing for me and you know just seeing what we hear on our phones and just seeing it live. But I will say as of the past, ever since I saw At The Drive-In, I can't, I can't go, I can't see live shows. It, it just doesn't compare anymore. It doesn't compare. No one can <laughs> ever compare to At The Drive-In. And I just, now I'd rather go see something like Fiona Apple. Mm-hmm. You know, nice, I, nice and casual. Nice and casual. Yeah, I get it. You know, but she, even she is just as crazy and as loud as at the drive-in but just different yeah. energy. Yeah. But yeah, but if you're gonna try to the, the turn and jump and twist, it's like sorry, at the drive-in in's done that. Yeah. So and I, I mean, don't. We're that, in our thirties now too. That's why I just don't go to live shows anymore. Oh man, yeah, it's been a while for me too. I've been I've been spoiled. What does sound mean to you? Everything. Everything. You know, like, I have such this... I have this unhealthy obsession with suicide. It's unreal. I think about it every single day. And I always think of reasons why I would commit suicide.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Broken back. Blind. And I can never make films again. And one of them was sound. If you could never hear. If I could never hear again. And I really hate saying this because I know a lot of my friends uh, do have hearing disabilities. And no, I never would commit suicide. I never would. Well, you never know. We'll get more into this because I I do want to talk more about this subject. But it's just—I don't know. It's just—I know I'm being extremely selfish right now. But um, it's just one of the first things that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, it's so easy.
0: To yeah. just like consider that as an option. It's like, uh, oh, you're overwhelmed in this thing or like you're
1: even uh not heartbreak dissociating. Not heartbreak, really. not I lost you know, might not even a financial situation because I know there's always a better tomorrow and being from Houston, you know, hustling is ingrained in our DNA. <laughs> so I, I'm not worried about that. But yeah, sound, man. Like yeah and again, I'm sorry I didn't mean to sound selfish by saying that, but it's just something that just... Uh, yeah, sound. But I know there's more reasons. I don't know. It's just... Sorry, I wish I didn't said that. Wish no, I no, no. That.
0: I, I definitely want to bring that subject back on our third podcast. So we'll, we'll talk more about that
1: later. Yeah. What does music mean to you then? Jesus Christ. I think all the tattoos on my body, the DBS tattoo mm-hmm. that I saw in Canada, the trumpet is tattooed on my... Uh, arm. Not that they had trumpets, uh, but it was just a design they had for a t-shirt, and I was like, "You know what? I want that. I want that tattooed on my sentimental. arm." And so I watched the episode where Milhouse says, "Everything is coming up." Milhouse. Classic. On the television while I'm getting his tattoo, and the tattoo is horrible, and uh, my friend did it, and I thought it's an easy design. How difficult can this tattoo be? Oh, it's the fucking worst. It sticks up. There's like parts of the the tattoo is really sharp where it should be like a smooth edge. And then I was like, <laughs> come on, dude, you fucked up. And he goes, dude, you gave me $20. It was my fourth tattoo. But it also makes it so original. Like, before like- you, I was practicing on oranges, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, and he did say that. And uh, he said, but hey, it's punk. And I was like, it's the ethics of punk rock, DIY, yeah. do it yourself. Ain't so that. now that I look at this, it's like, this is just who I am from the past. Because if I look at all of my friends, oh, we all have a shitty tattoo on our body. And it's part, it's like that rite of passage in punk rock. <laughs> you know, like, you don't go and spend $500 on... on your some... first tattoo or... Yeah. Yeah, like... Nah, dude, you're going to have Shelby Hole fucking with a needle in yeah, poking at you. Yeah, dude. Looks tight. You're like, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I love Shelby. I mean he's never given me a tattoo. It's just a funny example. <laughs> what do you hear right now? I hear goddamn rain, man, but with this rain, you know, it just it's calming, so then I think of Cloud eighty one, which about what I was trying to put on the music, but you told me to let's start this podcast. Uh, yeah, listen after. Yeah, Cloud uh eighty one is this beautiful song by this, I think, uh, he's Bulgarian, uh, he's this, uh, composer that is labeled as the most fastest pianist in the world, and any time that I am, uh, just, I need to sleep, I need to chill, I listen to this guy, and, um, why am I brain farting right now? Dude, it uh, happens to the best. Lubomir Melanook. Melanook. Yeah, Lubomir Melanook. Uh, L-O... Whatever, I'm not going to spell it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he looks like God. Like, have you ever seen The Simpsons where God has got five fingers? That character? With long hair? I've seen all of The Simpsons, he, but recalling it is... He looks difficult. like that character. Like, oh, that's just funny. the hair, the robe... And just everything that's soothing about Lubomir Melnik always connects me with rain. And uh, the last time I purchased one of his records was actually because of that print of Kathleen Hanna. You know, just everything in my life just connects. It's always connecting, connecting, and connecting. That's what I would call funk. And we'll get more into that in the third yeah. podcast as well. See, that's him. And oh, well, yeah, I see what you mean. the reason I purchased this record is because this Charles Peterson, which is a world-renowned grunge photographer uh, who did a lot of Nirvana's uh, original – or he was their documentarian. Oh, shit. There was not anyone really much that was in the 90s and late 80s documenting this stuff. And so Charles he Peterson hopped in and did Smart. it. Yeah, that's Genius. actually that's the original. That's my favorite photo of Kurt. That's legit. Doing a backflip. Yeah. yeah, that was done uh, over in Canada at the Commodore, which is where Andy and I saw um, Rocket from the Crypt in International Noise Conspiracy. Andy is the guitarist from DBS. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, we're buds. Wow, dang. Yeah. Connections. Make a sound. You want me to make a sound? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, I've been waiting... For someone on a podcast to invite me to make a sound without being a weirdo. I I learned this from this kid named Dustin. And every day he would ask me, Jacob, should I become a famous country singer or a professional baseball player? And for a while I went along with it. I was like, well, you are pretty good at baseball. And by like the second week I was like, I don't give a shit, dude. We're in junior high. Like... Let's go. Let's go catch frogs. Yeah, let's go do something. Yeah, but he taught me this, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. It may sound different in my own head, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course, opposed to the way it's origi- like being gonna be organically produced. But in my head, it sounds fucking weird. And so I hope that I could emulate the same thing that I hear in my head. Okay, so you got to put your hand up to your mouth, and then you got to, you know, like a little whistle, and then you just say gurgle does that sound weird no it sounds like you're going through a trumpet mouthpiece kind of yeah way. and so then the first song that i ever heard through making a sound that he showed me because he was like hey you want to see something cool and he sang um stop in the name of love so and this is, so and then the in the, in the, smaller you make the hole, the,
2: the more, higher it gets. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it just, in my head, it just sounds really weird. It sounds like something Ween would do. Yeah, Ween's tight. Make sounds. It just did. It make different sounds. What is this? Sound Foley here? Yeah Careful. Okay. I'm not going to burn your fucking mic on fire. That's the thing, I've always wanted to be a sound foley artist. me too, man. Yeah, it'd be so tight. There's a nice one over at the HCC A-Leaf. I did a presentation on television over there, just like my life working in TV as a writer, and I saw their sound foley room. They had a big fucking box full of sand and all this cool stuff. I'm like... I want to play with I it. want to make shit. I want to record these sounds. Yes, I want to film myself walking down the hall and go in there and make it sound dramatic as hell. And that was oh, the sound cool. of a man who can't get his bong to work because his lighter broke. It's Bigfoot's foot. It's a mold of Bigfoot's foot, and that's so cool. Oh, Bigfoot's foot. Is the, you know, it's, it's also a rite of passage in my own friendship. Like, I don't allow anybody to smoke out of this.
0: Make a sound that you believe only you could produce.
1: Okay. I'm doing it right now. I don't think anybody has a voice like me. Amen.
0: Yeah,
1: I um, I'll be talking at a fucking party, and someone will turn around and I thought I heard you. <laughs> I'm like, great, is my voice that annoying? They're like, no, that's just, that's you. I'm the same. So... Yeah, here I am. This is my sound. This is how I sound like. It's kind of like, have you ever had sex with a chick and then like the first time you guys get naked, right? And then it's n- like seven out of ten they go, "Yeah, this is how I look like." <laughs> it's like, "Yep, yeah, this is how I sound like." Yeah,
0: I, I get what you mean. This
1: is how I look. <laughs> yeah, I was you like, make "Yeah, thank a you." Cool sound. Ah, uh, make a cool sound. All right, what do I? What I? What do I sound like when I'm talking to my? My my cool friends, hey, what's up? <laughs> no, nah, it sounds like <laughs> I'm trying to make a move on my own. Wait, let's see. Make a cool sound. A cool sound. I don't know. I don't In think quotes. Whatever you think that to be. Do I have to produce it out of my own body? No. Make a cool sound. Oh yeah yeah for sure I can do that. I really like the sound of this this bomb being dropped it's like almost like as if they're just dropping these peaceful love bombs and they're not exploding to destroy anybody but they're just landing Just hitting- coming into your head And then exploding with sound and music. Yeah. So this is this when you think when I think of a cool sound. Sorry, I thought you were saying out of my own body. Oh, you gotta cut it because I don't want to get the
0: podcast cut for.
1: Oh, sorry. No, you're good. But anyways, yeah, that was uh, college uh, and and Electric Youth, and the song is called A Real Hero, which is in the Drive soundtrack. But I just love that intro so much. Make a not cool sound. Um. All right, I can make a not cool sound. Uh, This one is, ooh, man, this fucking dude just needs to shut the hell up. For instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated... Yeah, okay, that's all we need to hear from Joe. (laughs) Sing a note. Aw, sing, man. You just saw me blowing my nose. I can't sing. Doesn't have to be perfect. Okay. I just love... Just a note. Oh. Me.
0: Now a high pitch. Me. A low pitch. Me. Sing what you think is a B flat. A B flat? Maybe. dun. Sing a number of notes. Da na 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 na
1: na na na. There you go. Improvise a lyricless song. Improvise a lyricist, a lyric, uh, uh, an instrumental? Yeah, essentially. Come on, man. It's like the other day I was like really high and I was trying to say speech impediment. And I said, <laughs>
0: How ironic.
1: And, and I said, What did I say? I said, Um,. A disabled linguist or something like that. I was, and she goes, "Are you trying to say dyslexia?" I was like, "Sorry, yeah, that's." Uh, wait, what was the question? Improvise a lyricless song. Oh yeah. Um, Do 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 do. No wait, Uh, Star Spangled Banner does have lyrics. Um, that was a. CKY, or uh, actually kind of sound like some 41, whatever. Pass! <laughs> Name something that
0: makes a sound. A goat. Make that sound.
1: Come on, man. What kind of podcast did you just invite me to, Shot?
0: <laughs> it's all sounds, and then I take all the sounds and I
1: make them into a song at the end. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, what is a sound that you enjoy? I really love the sound of Robert Smith's voice. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He just... You know, I saw him in Cape Town a couple years ago. 20th. Oh. I saw The Cure in Cape Town a few years ago, and it was their 40th anniversary, and it was the first time to play Africa. And his voice has not aged. Wow. I, That's like when
0: I saw the Moody Blues. It's like they sounded even better live. When they're all, like, in
1: their 70s. It was insane. Yeah, his... Yeah, Robert's voice is just... It melts me to the core. What is a sound that bothers you? Um... As much... I don't like vocal fry. Like, like over-exaggerated vocal fry when people speak. I think it's... I think they have, uh... I think it's I think they have insecurities on being themselves and I feel that they have to be someone else as why they talk like this. It's like, dude, no one fucking taught you to tea talk. Like, where like who taught you that? It, yeah, it's just a way of mimicry in a way. It's they're mimicking something. I just I like I don't mind chill vocal fry, but whenever you just elongate that last syllable and it's just, it's cringe. It's like the, it's like TikTok world. Drum on <laughs> something. Ooh, I caught that. And that, my, my, my friend, was one of the, uh, the beats for fucking Thief, which is that band that I was with James yeah. Templeton. Can you beatbox? Well, now I feel like I got it if you're going to make a song.
0: <laughs> Imitate flatulence.
1: No, I'm just kidding.
0: Make a sound with your body without using your mouth.
1: Make an animal call. Meow. Meow. Can you name that animal? Oh, I almost gave you the answer. Was it a pangolin? No. Actually, pangolins are uh, are silent. It was a baby alligator. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, one time I almost fucking died. My friend went into this little island in South Africa. And because he was trying to find his drone, his drone fell in. Uh-huh. And I'm on the other side of the river in the bridge, so I don't see what he's doing. And I get up on top of the bridge, and I see him on this little island. And I was like, are you kidding me? We were just—well, I was just in that water demonstrating how poachers get into Kruger National Park. And now you're in that fucking water. And it was just like—now I feel like, you know, Titanic captain of the ship. Like, well, if he's going down, i got to go down. <laughs> So I get in that water, and I swim across and get on the island, and I'm helping him find his drone. I was like, we got to get out of here. A-S-A-P. This is not safe, dude. Yeah, that's insane. And then we see a guy walking across the bridge, and he goes, Crocodile! And I look, and there's three nine-foot crocodiles coming towards us on that island. And I say, Robin! Get the fuck out of there. Come on. Let's go. And I swam across and we escaped. And then later on, I was like, yeah, dude, uh, were you hearing this? No. No. He goes, yeah, dude, there was frogs everywhere. I was like, dude, those aren't frogs, man. Those are baby crocodiles. You were in their nest. And I was like, please, this is why you can't do anything without me if you're going to do something like this. You almost got us killed. That's insane. Yeah, know your know your shit.
0: Imitate someone you know, or so, imitate someone, either someone you know or not, without revealing who it is.
1: Um. Got any cheese? Name an instrument. A tuba. Become that instrument. Aw, oh, goddammit. Boop, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. What's that song that was on Dan Aykroyd was playing on My Girl? Boom, 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 oh, boom. Yeah. I've got rhythm. I've got music. Yeah. That was a good movie. Uh, all right. Now we're going to
0: sit in silence for one minute. Starting now.
1: What did you hear or experience? All I could hear was the fucking theme song to Jackass because it popped up on my text.
2: Well, 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 well.
1: Yeah, Corona. few days. Dude.
0: few days.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go see it on the, uh, this Thursday. Because um, you know Steve-O, right? You talk with him? Yeah, we've uh, we've performed some stunt shows together. That's legit. Yeah. Got to get him on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I heard your roommate... It's still raining outside, so I heard the water on the roof. I think I hear your
1: fridge. Oh are air you air conditioner? Are you are you doing inventory of the sounds of my home? Yeah. What what what? Well I've been playing with this, you forgot the lighter. My refrigerator, my roommate rumbling the rain.
2: My that would ding. be
1: someone landing, probably a southwest airline. They always fly over my house and they're landing in a hobby airport. Nah, that is, let's see, what airlines is that? Delta. That's Delta Landing. One time I was uh, on my window seat flying. here hear that airplane? And I uh, I looked out the window and I looked, tapped this lady on the shoulder and said, it's my house. She goes like, no, it's not. I was like, no, really. Like, it's the path. If you look at, if you're on the left window, you see my house. But if you're on the right side of the airplane, you see the Houston Zoo. You fly right over it and you can see the elephants. Oh, wow. It's cute. Can you name an onomatopoeia? Yeah, of course. Hannah. Hannah? Yeah, Hannah. Is it onomatopoeia? Yeah, H-A-N-N-A-H. That's palindrome. Oh, an onomatopoeia? a word that describes the sound. Oh, we're doing sounds. Sorry, dude. Bigfoot's taking its toll on me right now. That's funny. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) an onomatopoeia. Say it with me. Onomatopoeia. An onomatopoeia. Okay. That works. That's a door spring. The first time I ever got high was with my friend Erin Patterson, who's now married, so she has a new last name. But I kept saying, and she's like, why are you saying that? She's like, I feel like a doorknob because because I couldn't sit still. Clap. Snap.
0: Whistle. Stop.
1: Give us a drum solo. That's not, that was like, I feel like that was the dude from Death Leopard trying to learn how to play with one arm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to play guitar so, or drum solo. I'm horrible at the drums. Is just, there a significant sound
0: you can remember from the past? Of course, E.T.'s voice. Oh yeah yeah
1: definitely. Yeah. Hum the first song you can think Which, of. Which you know that voice is by a lady named Pat and no, she she kind of looks like ET mixed with not the mama the little dinosaur. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah. I'm not not kidding my man. Pat Walsh. I think Oh wait, uh, the the lady from uh ET ghost the, movie. The voice right? of ET. But she was
0: was she the exorcist lady from Poltergeist?
1: I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, but she, the reason she, Jesus Christ, Pat Walsh, I was way off. Her name is Deborah Winger.
0: Deborah Winger? Jeffrey Winger's mom.
1: Yeah, and she got that voice to sound like sound papers because of all the cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I believe that. So. Hum the first song you can think of right now. Mm, mm, mm.
0: Can you remember the first song that stood out to you?
1: Yes. Oh, that's an awesome one. Because I, a uh, few years ago, became an ordained minister.
0: Oh, legit.
1: And I was trying to hum Back to the Future, but I decided to go with "Neverending Story because it sounded like that one instead. But... I uh, I decided instead of making a speech about love, why not just recite the lyrics to "Power of Love" by Huey, Huey Lewis? Huey Lewis and the, in the News. News. So Fuck I would yeah. I would say, now repeat after me: Now that you've been found, now that you've been found, you know that's hilarious. Make this crazy train go around. Yeah, it was really fun. It was like now it's the power of love, and everybody's like, okay, I see you ordained minister. That's one of my favorite bands. And so when I was a kid, that was the first male musician that I remember. And I was like, oh, there's one of me. Yeah. And it was Huey Lewis playing Heart of Rock and Roll. And I loved that heartbeat. Dude, yeah, the start of that song. A. Yeah, I would be in the backseat air guitaring. I love Huey
0: Lewis in the News.
1: Yeah, he's tight. What is the sound that you think of a lot? A sound that I think of a lot? The sound of my brother's fucking head cracking. Uh, As you mentioned, Jackass. I cracked my brother's head uh, wolf. Yeah, when I was that's a kid. Traumatic. And I ugh, don't even like See, it's kind of like it's PTSD. I just yeah. heard a hammer smack the concrete. Next question. Oh, wolf. Uh,
0: what sound do you think you hear the most?
1: Sarah's voice.
0: Is there a jingle? She,
1: um, this girl, I'm not going to get in too much detail of who she is, but she just thinks the world of me. No, 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 no. I think the world of her. I wish she thought the world of me. Um, well,
0: sir, if you're listening now...
1: No, she knows. We're like best friends. Um, but she just has the best voice in the world. Is
0: there a jingle or song that gets stuck in your head a lot?
1: Yeah. Um, Coca-Cola. The sun always up and the birds always sing. Whenever there's a thirst, there's always the real thing. Yeah, I love that song. I haven't heard that in forever. Yeah. Wow. It's a good song. What is an album you really enjoy? An album that I really enjoy. You know, I guess it just depends on the mood. If I am buying somebody a uh, a gift, I want to give them some of my DNA. I will give them Nirvana Unplugged. Mm -hmm. Just like because it's so, I feel like it's versatile. It's. It's got the rock and roll factor, but also it's an acoustic. Yeah. So I could give it to this person, and I can always give it to the person on the opposite of the spectrum. It's a good bridge. It's such a beautiful bridge. But yes, I love um, that album, and I just really wish that we had another chance with uh, Kurt Cobain so that we could potentially hear more acoustic. Um, And I think Nirvana was going to die two years after that. I think they would have been dead. They split up or something. I think they would have split up, and Kurt would have just said, "You know what? The success of Unplugged was so cool, and he loved the acoustic guitar. I think he would have just been an acoustic musician." What was the first album you owned or bought? Oh shit, dog! That was Chris Tr- Chris Cross.
0: Oh really? Fuck yeah, Chris wow. Cross.
1: Yeah, um, that and Beach Boys. So I would say Beach Boys. <laughs> Uh, because my parents, my mom would give me I love the Beach Boys mm-hmm. But as of something that I did on my own It was crisscross, criss-cross. Yeah. Any specific sounds that you would like to make? Uh, yes uh, There's this crunchy bass tone That I want to uh, play on my uh, That I'm still searching for on my Fruity Loops I'm covering uh, PJ Harvey's Down by the Water that bass is so deep on that, but I just want to add some more distortion and static. And I—it's funny that we're talking about this because I just called uh, some of the dudes from fucking Thief um, to let's 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 do Down by the Water. Yeah, let's try something. Yeah, and I've got uh, Andy's friend, uh, the DBS guy, his friend um, Emily, who also lives in Vancouver, Canada. And uh, she's going to do the vocals. That's legit. Yeah.
0: Are there any sounds that you wish to say?
1: Um, I wish I could sing better. So I wish I could say words in a better tone. I get what you mean. (laughs) I'm a shitty singer myself.
0: (laughs) What sound-related question would you ask the
1: next guest? Oh, cool! I get to ask. Do I know who the guest is? Not yet. Okay, so answer. Ask that again. Just what's what sound related question would you ask any guest that's next? we okay. We'll, we'll we'll go back to the insecurities of vocal fry. Um, just finding that social status. Um, okay. When was the last time your voice uh, was raised? because of the opposite sex, because you try to sound more vulnerable and peaceful. It's happened a million times. You know, oh, hello, you want me to grab grab that for you? Or, you know, just, I've seen all the time in my uncle and my dad, whenever they're talking to my brother's wives and girlfriends, their voices go up, even to their... Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it's like the, like when you're working in, as a waiter,
1: or what, what your customer service your voice. Your customer service yeah. voice. Yeah. And I can't remember the last time I've had a customer service voice. Basically, I just, I don't give a fuck. There's going to be a listener right now. Bullshit. Yeah, they're going to be like, I talked
0: to you on blah, 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 and you were raising up your pitch. Yeah. Scott White, the comedian, asks you, what sound or song causes a gut reaction? Define gut reaction. Like, just really, I guess, I mean, he would have to define that, but in my definition, I guess something that really just, like, hits that nerve, you know, just, like, causes a, oh, that really hit
1: me, like... Um, a gut reaction. I mean, if I'm just thinking about just music in general, like, something that just really just screams out really loud... I would have to say to this band that I discovered when I was a kid that I discovered on my own and I think that's the music that I still listen to today and it was back in junior high and it was Boys and Girls by Blur. Fuck that yeah. first note. burn in, It's like, oh wow. That is so good. And It just has this gut reaction of just it brings me back to my youth. Mm-hmm. I have their box set. That's such a good band. Oh, they're the best band in the world. I once saw Graham Coxon at at South by Southwest, and he was just on a picnic table, and uh, he was waiting for his show to start. And I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I sit here?" No. I was like, like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I I came to see your show," and I was like, "It's a pleasure meeting you." That's legit. Like, I don't fangirl much, and I don't think I was, but I really wanted him to know, like. I'm Uh, really happy that you're here. And he goes, want some? And he pushed me over a plate of cookies. And I said, are they chocolate chip? He goes, I don't know. (laughs) And I go, I was like, yeah, of course. And we just sat there talking about bullshit, eating cookies. Eating cookies. Damn, what a
0: fucking story.
1: Yeah, it was cool. You got any plugs? Plugs? What are you up to right now? Let. People know where they can follow you, support you. Uh, you can follow me at uh, 1509 Stewart Street. Just That's where I live. Come stalk me. Come set my <laughs> house on fire. Um, Instagram is Jacob Kaye. That's J-A-C-O-B-C-A-L-L-E. And uh, follow uh, me there for House Party Comedy. House Party Comedy is a conservation comedy event that I throw in Houston at the address I gave you. Uh we do crazy parties and your host Sean has attended them. How are a lot it? of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Great experience. Uh a lot of free food, pizza, beers uh by our lovely sponsor Eighth Wonder who I just love them so 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 much. Um Yeah, and you never know who's going to go uh on stage because there've been some pretty dope people. Mhm. So yeah, I would say that, and all the money goes to wildlife.
0: Uh, you got a, Cash App, Venmo, can people pay you?
1: Oh, they don't need to pay me. They, they can if you if you oh, say it. Uh, if, oh, I don't have how are they. sort of doing sound all night. Give me your money. <laughs> robbie I'll just rob them. They don't need to know. I, I'm good. All right, Jacob. Well, thanks for being on. I appreciate it. This was super-duper fun. I was, I'm glad that we got to produce a lot of onomatopoeias. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you all for listening. Jacob Kaye. <laughs> Hey, what's up? <whistles> me. Me. me, me, da na, da, da na 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 na, da na 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 na. na.
2: i <sweak>